Welcome inside of this week's episode of Trash Chatter. I'm your host, Victoria Conway, and this week I'm pleased to be joined by Jimmy Leach, one of the owners of Brightening Bins out in Atlanta, Georgia. Jimmy, how are you? Hey, Victoria. How are you doing today? Long-time listener. First-time caller. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks for the support, Jimmy. Really excited to get you on the show. Uh, I know how passionate you are, as well as your wife, Rachel, who you run this business with, are about the industry. So thanks for tuning into some of the episodes. Oh, yeah. Love them. And, you know, just again, we're always so thrilled and happy to work with you and your parents. Um, you know, Sparkling Bins is family to us, and we couldn't have had our success without your help and everything that y'all have done for us. So we appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jimmy. I know all, over the years, I was excited when I finally got to meet you at the conference because I always heard Jimmy Jimmy and Rachel are just nicest folks. So really, really positive feedback. And I know that you guys are growing. You got your first truck in 2019, got three, you drove down a fourth one. So you're dedicated to growing. You found a chassis and now we're building you your fourth. What's it been like to not only start a business, of course, with Rachel, but to see it succeed? Yeah, you know, so that that's a really cool question because, you know, you go into it wanting wanting to have success, right? And to And to grow it and see it succeed. And then when it happens, you're kind of like, oh, my God, what do we do now? So um, it was just really cool. So we, we started off in 2019. We had high expectations. Um, we didn't know it was going to be that well. Um, but I will say, you know, the biggest thing we did was when we sat down uh, originally to pick up the truck and went through the whole marketing plans and everything. I mean, we literally filled up a notepad full of uh, comments and questions and everything that we could get from your dad and uh, your mom and, and then went back and put together our plan. Right. And I think by doing that and then having a continuous touch points with them. So we were kind of heading into the off season and getting ramped up for um, the spring. And in doing so, I think, you know, really getting that plan put together and then like kind of some dates and timelines really helped launch and get that thing off the ground as quickly as possible. So, you know, it, it was good to get that um, uh, when you're first starting off your own company, your business, you got a thousand questions and you have no idea really what you're <laughs> trying to do. Um, and, but to have that uh, access to knowledge and expertise really helps things move along fast. How did you and Rachel stumble upon trash bin cleaning? What invent, event inspired you guys to start this? Yeah, so cool. I mean, similar to your dad, right? Um, so we were always entre entrepreneurs wanting to like start some kind of business. I mean, we looked at everything from... You know, do we do a uh, uh, Jersey Mike's or try to get in the Chick-fil-A franchises? <laughs> um, but, you know, we just never kind of got around to it. I mean, s silly as it sounds, but I mean, right before we found out about trash bin cleaning, we were getting ready to launch a stump grinding business. <laughs> so I'm out power washing the driveway. Rachel's like, you got to do the bins. I'm like, absolutely not. I'll pay anything. Find somebody to do it. We've got, we had kids, we had diapers, you know, they were disgusting. Long day. So she goes back inside and I'm getting close to the end of the driveway and I'm like, please tell me she forgot, right? Next thing you know, <laughs> I see her come down the sidewalk and I'm like, I know she's going to make me do it. This is just going to be bad. And she's like, hey, listen, I couldn't find someone um, to clean the bins. And I'm like, whoo, thank God I'm out, right? <laughs> but she's like, I bought two tickets to Miami. I found this guy who's going to build us a truck and we're going to start this trash clean business. And I'm like, what in the world are you talking about? There's no way. So this is a thing. And she's like, oh, yeah. She pulls out her notebook. I mean, just classic Rachel and goes through. She's like, yeah, I called this guy over here. I called another builder. There's like four of them. But, you know, this guy's in Miami. I really like him. I mean, he's just so awesome. And he answered all my questions right away. And we got all the information. So 
Um, I, yeah, I, he said we could come down this date and time and everything. So I went ahead and booked his tickets and we're going down to meet him. And I was like, all right, let's do it. I love that she'll take the initiative and run with it like that. But that's another reason why we've had some success is a lot of it's her behind the wheelhouse there. That's incredible. I had never heard that story. And it kind of reminds me of the opposite of my parents. And one of the earlier episodes, we literally said how my dad booked a plane ticket to Puerto Rico and was like, okay, we're moving there. You know, this is what we're doing. My mom, who's lived in small town, New Jersey, her whole life was getting on a plane with a two-year-old and a six-week-old. So that's, I mean, sometimes you need that, right? Somebody that's just going to go for it. And I think that's something that he did a really good job of. And Rachel probably is the one that does that in, in your business. Um, for you guys, I think one of the most exciting parts about running your own business is that you get to decide what you want to do. Oh yeah. What's one of the most important traits that you guys try to embody around your business? Yeah. So one, you know, we were just kind of talking about it there, you know, it's that aggressiveness, right? So we, my wife and I both grew up playing sports, especially soccer. And, and in that we both kind of played for these coaches who really, you know, no one wants to walk out a hockey game that's like one nothing, right? Everybody wants a hockey, soccer game. There's a couple goals in each half. It's very exciting, fast-filled uh, pace and everything. So we've kind of brought that over to our business. And um, in doing so, it, you know, we really shoot like, okay, what, what's our high-end goal? What's our kind of medium-range goal and our low-end goal? And, and then we'll see which one sticks and lands. But the whole idea is like, yeah, let's go for the HOA but let's also go for something more realistic. And then what's the worst thing that we're willing to settle for? You know, is it just signing up like onesie ones each and every day? So we've been real aggressive with our, with our marketing styles and, and really our connections uh, that we've made in the community. But I, I would say the biggest thing for us that we try to instill in our drivers and then also make it part of our culture, it, it, it's really the, it's the how you show up and how we clean. And when we say how I show up, you ever been to Capriccio's down in... Um, Fort Lauderdale, the Italian restaurant. No, I don't, okay. No, so, I haven't. So we love that restaurant. So we used to go there all the time. And the owner was awesome. And one of the things when he sat down with us and was talking about businesses, because we were kind of in that restaurant mode at that time, he was like, hey, listen, whatever you do, it doesn't matter. It's how you answer the phone. It's how you greet people at the table, ask them how their meal was, and it's how you say goodbye. So we, that always kind of stuck with us and we're, you know, kind of brought that over to our business here. So it's, you know, it's like, how do we answer the phone? You get a ton of phone calls, right? And it's, and then how do you get the conversations going? You want to make them feel like you've known them for a long time, right? Because we're, we're trying to develop this relationship with you. We want your subscription and we want to keep you forever. So we want to make yeah. you part of the family. So that's like our first thing that we try to do. Even when the guys are out cleaning and you see someone walking down the street, it's getting that interaction with them to make them feel welcome and like, hey, come check this thing out. You've never seen it, I guarantee you. And it's going to be the coolest thing. You're going to go back and talk to your friends about tonight. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is, I would say, is it's cleaning. And you know what, uh, Victoria, you see it all the time, like in the social media chats and, and everything in the business. A lot of us all get hung up on talking about each other's pricing right? Like, oh, we don't charge enough or why are you so low? All these things. Really, we should be talking about the cleaning process, right? So people are paying good money, maybe the same or more than for their car, right? And people love their cars, but we're talking about a trash bin. So for for us, we try to, you know, there has to be a a process and what we expect from not only our drivers, but you know, how it's to look when it's done. So, you know, it's everything from, you know, a pre-soak, with some kind of soap, right? And then mm-hmm. it's the actual spray and cleaning. It's the drying of the bin. It's applying a deodorizer. And if you think about the price points we're at, we're about the same as a car wash and you get all that in a car wash. Why can't we get that when I have my bin clean? So we really try to stay 
uh, focused on that with our drivers. And, and, you know, I'll get out and have a touch point with them every once in a while just to make sure they're pulling through the process because that's what we really use to sell. So when we're talking to our customers, the first question they always say is, what's the price, right? How much is it going to be yeah, for a monthly? Of course. All right, they're going to go right after you with it. So for us, we, you know, it's that backup. Don't give them the price. Just say, hey, let me explain the process to you real quick. We're going to come to your house. We're going to go curbside. We're going to, you know, put bubbles all over the whole thing. We're going to wash the bottom. We're going to do everything inside and out. Then we're going to dry it, apply a deodorizer, put the tape on it so you know we came, add our sticker, and put it back up nice next to your house. So once they understand all that, it becomes such an easy sell to them on why you need to be monthly. And if it's not Mm -hmm. monthly, we have a bi-monthly and a quarterly and a one-time service too. But we really want them to understand the process so it makes it that much more harder for them to leave us later on. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. Because like you said, you're paying good money for it. And it's something for the last 50 years, we've lived with our trash cans dirty. So for those people that don't think it's a necessity, you really need to impress them on the process and the before and after. Because once they see that, they're there for life. And I agree, there's always conversations about pricing. And as you know, it's about volume. If you get plenty of volume, you're not going to be too stressed over an extra charging an extra dollar because you're doing such volume. I mean, we have very low pricing grants. We've been doing it for 12 years. But it's the same thing. It's that repetitive process and being in the same area and making sure they want to sign on to a subscription. And then, like you said, having them for life. Totally. And, you know, Victoria, so we, we always tell the guys, you, you know, at least every week in our meetings on Monday, guys, there's somebody always watching. Always. It's a neighbor. Mm-hmm. It's the customer. And if they're not live, they're watching you on their video cameras, on their ring doorbells. They're always looking it up. Trust me, we know. They always text us and say, the guy's just left or we haven't seen him come yet. The trash haulers mm-hmm. just left. We get it like yep. all the time. So we call them peepers, by the way. <laughs> I like <laughs> so, that. <laughs> so there, there's another group that um, had coined that phrase and we just loved it. So they had peepers and they had uh, swappers. And we experienced both in like the same week. And then that's when we kind of took over this motto of like, you know, somebody's always watching guys, pay attention to what you're doing. They're going to call you out on it. Um, but it, yeah, you, you know, you got someone's always watching. They're looking out the windows. And the, the cool thing is that we really got on feedback from that on the, on the peepers is when they call you and say, you know what? I just saw your guy scrubbing the bottom of the can to really get it all clean. And then uh, once they see the process and the hopper and everything, th- then it's like you sold them and you didn't even tell them anything. So now, of course, it speaks for itself in a way. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got they have to see a show, right? So everyone's going to look out the window and they want to, what is going on here, right? And then when they see the whole process and that you're actually, you know, you care for their trash can, right? It, oh, yeah. It's a no brainer. No, absolutely, and. When trying to gain these customers, Jimmy, because it's one thing once you get them, what's been the process for you and Rachel as you're looking to acquire different customers? Yeah, so that, that's a big learning process too, right? So every market's different. Um, you, you know, like I said earlier, we talked about like, okay, so, you, you know, what's our big goal, me, medium and, and low? So, I mean, we went right after those HOAs, but, you, you know, just to share and to be honest, right? Everyone out there, wherever you're starting off, it takes a lot of experience to work with HOAs. It's the big sell. Definitely go for them. We did. We still do. Um, but but just know like those take a little bit more time. There's a lot more to it. They also want to know how long you've been established for. All those things really come into play when you start getting after like the bigger sale. Um, some of the things that we did when we, when we weren't having success with them was to start like, okay, let's start chipping away at them and then build towards the, the bigger HOA buy. So working with the president to say, okay, you know what? Let's not have the HOA pay for it, but how about we come in and offer a discount and you post it on your internal 
or emails or web social media. And we'll yeah. offer a discount for everyone in your, as long as you can get say 15 to 17 show up, we'll come all the way out there and do them all. So we had tons of success early on with that. So we would tell them like, yeah, we, I think we initially start off like 13. We need to come open a new route mm-hmm. and be in that area. Yeah. And then we were getting numbers back like 23, 24. So then Rachel was like, I remember I came home one day. She was like, that number is just way too low. I'm going after them. And I was like, yeah, I get it. You know, go, go. She's like, yeah, I'm going to tell them we're not coming back for anything less than 17. Well, once you start doing that, it turned into like 37, 40, 56. One of them, we had 85 uh, commitments mm-hmm. in like two days. So incredible. we had a lot of luck with that. I'd say then, then start into uh, the, the second kind of medium. When you pick up a one, a one an order for subscription and you don't really have anybody else in that neighborhood work back with that customer hey thank you for signing up you're going to love the service we're coming out tomorrow get pictures and videos at their house share it back with them and then ask them to do it on their social media for that community mm-hmm. we've picked up you know usually five to ten houses within a week of them doing that and then of course you got to have a strong social media present um, mm-hmm. and that's across all of them it, 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 when you're out there you got to be posting all day Pictures, videos, making comments, put put lots of questions and stuff that catch people's eyes that get them to interact with you. Um, ask them to share uh, will be your call to action, not just signing up, but please share, get the word out. You never know who's going to like the service. And those would help grow like those, those orders that come in uh, just through your marketing, through your social media. But, th- but that's kind of how we do it as a three, three phase approach. I tell you too, if you don't have access to some of these HOA com- communities, w- one thing that you could do is either reach out to your local counties. A lot of these presidents, HOAs have to have these names on these contacts on file uh, mm-hmm. legally. So you might be able to pull up, get a spreadsheet from your county or city. And then the other one is um, the, the pool websites for neighborhoods. Usually the people running the swimming pools are the same people that are the HOA presidents, you know, that the mm-hmm. same board, same committees, or they interact with the same. Reach out to the pool committee, say, hey, I'll come over and do your eight bins, want to demo it, you'll take videos, but I'm more interested in your neighborhood. And, and, and see if you can't get in that way. It's a good way to get in behind the gate. It's a good way to make your presence known. And then you also might get, get to, uh, some access to some new customers. I really like how you said how you have to go for multiple things because I think clients get so focused on if I don't land an HOA contract, this isn't going to work. And we constantly tell them we have plenty of clients who have never signed a contract with an HOA can still be successful, but they're using it as an opportunity whether that's to get your flyer in the weekly bulletin, get an email sent out to people. And I think if people focus more on that, because you know, it's small business, yeah. there's a lot of failures lot. and there's a lot of how do you respond to it? And I like the fact that you guys are aggressive with it because like you said, worst thing they can do is tell you, no, we're not interested, or this is how we could maybe assist you. And it's something that I think with HOAs, pools, waste haulers, once they see the before and after, they're going to get it. So it's just getting your foot in the door and, and being persistent with them. That's right. The waste haulers are great partners too, you know, um, we, we've, it took a little time to warm up uh, with them, but, um, you know, once they started coming around to the process, we started interacting a lot more with them. Um, it, it, it became, um, you know, part of their little community as well. Cause it's a, it's a totally different deal than dealing with residents. Right. Um, but yeah, we, we like to do the, help them out whenever we can. Obviously their price points aren't as nice as residents, yeah. but Hey, uh, it keeps the guys busy, right? Keeps the truck moving and working. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what we want to do. I mean, we're not just here to grow a business. We also want to su- support, you know, we got employees, right? They got families too. Mm-hmm. 
So anything we can do to keep the hours up and keep them moving, we're, we're on board with it. Awesome, Jimmy. Once again, here inside of Trash Chatter, Victoria Conway, alongside Jimmy Leach, owner, one of the owners of Brightening Bins down in Atlanta, Georgia. Jimmy, for you guys, how's the public feedback been on the business so far in the last three to four years that you guys have been operating? Yeah, so it's been really good. Um, so when we got started here in Atlanta, there was only like two other companies, um, one of them being a Sparkling Bins company, Spiffy Bins. So it, it was really cool that we had someone near us that we could reach out uh, and, and ask questions and interact with and see how they're doing with the business. And then, um, another little local guy had a pickup truck that we would see every once in a while. Um, but, uh, it was cool cause we were kind of getting in on the ground floor and getting the word out. I'll tell you a quick little story. When we first got the truck and we were putting it in storage out front, there's one of those like tidal pond shops, right? And the guy back in the desk was always out front, hanging out, getting uh, some fresh air and, you know, always wanting to say hello and talk to us when we came in. And he, he was just like blown away. Like, I don't understand what this truck is. I mean, y'all going to really clean trash bins. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm telling you, it's, it's the next big thing. You know, I'm all bought in uh, and I'm selling it like, like no other. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to see, like, we're going to have these things everywhere. Brightening bins going to be a household name. You know, it's going to be, you know, Atlanta and Brightening bins. So, uh, anyway, I just kept, you know, playing with this guy for, for the next couple of weeks and everything. Uh, we move forward like six months later, COVID hits, right? So he comes outside and, and, and you know, and we're talking and, he, he, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm not, I don't really see you that much anymore. I'm like, yeah, no, because this truck is like full time. Like we, we need multiple <laughs> employees. We need like another truck yesterday. I can't believe how fast this thing is going. I mean, we're, we're stupid busy, right? <laughs> so this guy's like, how the heck did you know that? covid and trash cleaning business and i'm like what are you talking about so he had it in his head that somehow we knew covid was coming and that there was going to be this need for a, a trash bin <laughs> cleaning business so anyway it, f funny story because the guy was like super funny and always telling stories but he thought we had some kind of insight to cook to yeah. covid coming and that these people <laughs> are going to need their trash bins clean but it was just a simple uh, service that people needed that, that you know, no one knew existed and once we got it out there it was cool because it would like we started running into people and they were like, Yeah, I'm using this trash bin cleaning service. They had no idea it was us. I love that. <laughs> Another cool one we were at a swim meet the other day and we see this guy. And I'm like, Rachel, I swear I saw some guy over here with Mr. Benz or something on his shirt, right? And, mm -hmm. and she's like, No, no, no. You're just, you know, it's just like you see every landscaping truck. You're like, Who's that? You know, there's another trash cleaning guy, right? Yeah. So I'm like, No, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, I go up to the guy. I'm like, hey, man, what's your shirt? And he's like, hey, um, I clean trash bin cleaning. We do a trash bin cleaning service. I'm, he's like, you see that poster that we had a big sign over at our pools, the sponsor and everything. He's like, you see that company, Brightening Bins? We started following them and we just fell in love with the service and everything. And so we started that company too. We're over on the southeast side of Atlanta. I'm like, no kidding. So you found, you know, Brightening Bins? He goes, yeah, they're, they're like awesome. And he's going on saying all this stuff. And I'm just like looking at Rachel. I'm just like, I, I can't believe this happened. He's like, hey, man, so we're brightening bins. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It, it was the coolest thing to meet someone. Cause he, he had a hundred, it was just like us all over. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we were, we were like, you, you know, um, happy to help you in any way. Let us know if you have any questions or anything, but there's just so many times we get out in the public and we run into people and we're talking to them and somehow it comes up and they're like, wait, that's you. That's you guys. Like, yeah, we started it like three, four years ago. So it's been really cool to see it take off. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that people love to talk about. I mean, like any service you get, if you hire a good pool guy, you're going to talk about it, let alone something so unique like trash bin cleaning. I had a buddy who was on a work call up in New York, and he's like, Victoria, during it, he started telling me how his his cousin gets his bins cleaned in Miami. <laughs> and he's like, what's the company name? He's like, well, Sparkling Bins. And he's like, one of my good friends from college, that's her parents' company. And I, that blew my mind. This is We've been doing this for 12 years, and somebody a week ago just just realized it was a thing all the way from New York. So it's it's pretty mind-blowing how much it's growing, which is exciting because we always say people just don't know about it. Yeah. That's our competition is educating the public. So it's cool that, that you basically had a fan preaching your – Totally. And, and you know, so Atlanta's very transient. We're getting a lot of people in from Mm -hmm. Midwest, Northeast, and then Florida moving up. But we also have people who are leaving going to uh, like Florida, the beaches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially through this house housing market, we had a lot of people that were like, hey, you know, unfortunately, we're moving outside of Georgia, but um, it, does this service anywhere else or y'all just it? And it's like, oh, no, 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 we'll get back to you. So we're, you know, of course we reach out to your, to your dad or, or we can find it a lot of times through Google searching and everything, but yeah. oh yeah, you know, oh, you're going to Panama city. Fine. Yep. Here's a company down here. They come from our same manufacturer. Definitely reach out to them. You'll love it. So um, it's been cool to see that because, you know, not only because we've had other people that have come in from Fort Lauderdale or other places where it's like, Hey, I used to have this trash yeah. bin cleaning service. Are y'all like that too? And it's like, totally. It's just, you're going to get the same deal. That's awesome. And it's nice that you can refer somebody because you want, you know, you want your customers to be taken care of no matter where they go. So that's, that's neat that there's a big network out there for, for you, Jimmy, I think you're one of our first guests that you work hand in hand with your spouse. So you and Rachel running a business <laughs> together, what are some of the rewards and what are some of the challenges on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. So, I mean, it gets, it, it's tough, right? Because, the, you know, when you own your own business, it never closes. It, it's always there, especially we, we don't have it at an office. We run it out of our house. So, you know, e- each night when we, you know, c- sit down at dinner or lay our head down, you know, it's in the back of our mind and it's there. And we got to be ready to go in the morning because we have people depending on us for the service and, and then our employees. So, you know, there, there's always challenges. I, you know, I would say like the biggest thing that probably gets us going in the morning is us trying to get through the routing, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, because it's always like, all right, what was left over from yesterday? Bring that in and see where we can shuffle it in with the today's workload. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that that will always get us going. But um, I think that, I mean, it's crazy is it dealing with a lot of customers, right? Like they're, they're you always get like that 10 to 20% each day that's like, okay, they just came. Where are you at? Right. Where um, are you? <laughs> yeah. And, you, you know, we'll get dealing with them and then it'll be like, hey, but, uh, honey, I've had enough. You need to answer the next two because I, I can't take it. Right. Um, so, you know, those are the ones that we kind of get charged up about and we have to vent on each other and, and remember to let it go. And we put our happy face on and yes, ma'am. And I'll, I'll give you an example. <laughs> we, we just had the holiday. Right. So um, a lot of the the Juneteenth. So it was a first time holiday for everyone up here in Atlanta and everything was closed. And we were trying to explain to this customer that, Hey, it was a holiday. So your trash isn't coming Wednesday. They're coming on Thursday. Everything's pushed back a day for For whatever reason. It just wouldn't settle in her mind. And and it just, this conversation went on for like an hour and we were just like, man, we just don't have time for this. But what we try to remember, you know, those things are going to happen. It's only like 10% of our customers that really kind of push your buttons. But we try to remember though the the ones that we, we that love us right and, and and like those people that like like for me I love the 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 walkers so when I'm out cleaning with the guys if I see someone coming up I mean one to be polite we stop everything we're doing so we don't 
spray him down and yeah. make him a nice bath. But th- it's such a cool opportunity to go, hey, have you ever seen anything like this? You know, wh- what do you think? I mean, it's crazy. We use hot water and everything. We clean the whole inside and outside of the bed. Once you do that, they, I mean, people generally open up to you, right? And then start talking. And, and that's kind of the whole key because, you know, for me, when, when I was in the trucks a lot, my big deal was like, uh, I'm not coming home unless I sold four new customers on the process, right? So, I mean, Ra- Rachel used to call like, hey, you've gotten your four or five orders today. I need you to stop because you got to finish the routes right? You're going to be home so late. I know you're going to get them finished, but you're not going to be home till seven. And we kind of want to have dinner with you. Right. But I'm like, I know, I know, I know. And anytime that customers would start calling at like three, four, like, Hey, your guy still isn't here. Is he coming? Rachel was all, you know, God, Jimmy's out there again. You know? And I'm like, yeah, go, we had a lot of walkers out today. And of course I'm going to take the time to speak with all of them. Um, so, you know, those, those times too gets a little, cause she's sitting behind the computer going, I need this done. And I'm going, Mm -hmm. no, 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 we need more customers. And I love to sell the process and everything, which is super fun because I mean, no one's ever seen it before. Right. I mean, it's awesome. Once you, once you get them bought in, you kind of tell them the whole process and sell them. I mean, it's such an easy close. That's really funny. Cause it reminds me of whenever my dad would get on a call, like, oh, it's just going to be like, we'd be in a car trip. (laughs) on a family vacation, it'll just be five minutes. And we'd all look at each other. Like, we're not gonna be able to listen to any radio, I guess, for the next two hours. Cause it, it keeps going, but it's just like that passion and you want to share it with them. I should also mention that Jimmy and Rachel have five little ones as well. So they're running this business and also have five little kids to take care of. So I'm sure it, it leads to a lot of laughs at times or just moments where you feel like you have to laugh. So you don't lose your mind. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, we keep the calendar full. The kids love the trucks. Uh, if they could go out there all day with us, they would. Um, you know, like I, I just telling you earlier, they, at their school, they, they were doing these drawings and the teacher kept saying, I don't understand. This kind of looks like a trash truck, but it's not. And, <laughs> and they kept saying trash truck. And then finally they, they were like, what, what, what is this? And they were like, you know, well, we clean trash bins. So those, that's what our trucks look like. They, they love it. And they're like, Oh, we get it now. I'm like, yeah. Can you put that up in the hallway with our phone number on it? That would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Starting them young, they're going to start hitting you up for some commission. They're going to be like, dad, I'm, I'm at school and I'm also selling, selling the family business, which is awesome. And I think it's important to know, like, as much as it's rewarding to have your own business, it's yours. So even if you're on a vacation, if your driver calls, you got to pick up because you're, oh, yeah. you're the last line of defense in a way. And I think if you don't own your business, you don't get it. Like, I know we have a lot of family members that are like, oh, you you never shut the phone off. And it's like, if our guys are out on a Saturday working, they have a family too and things to get to. We need to make sure we're there for them as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we've tried to take vacations. We still do. We've got one coming up. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we'll bring the monitors and the laptop and we'll have it all set up on the table. And, you know, Rachel's jumping right out on it six six in the morning, making sure everything's ready when the guys show up. Um, you know, getting the text messages and emails out to our customers, you know, we got to stay on top of that stuff. The second you let it slide a little bit, you know, it's your reputation on the line. Um, but you know, we try to have fun with it. I mean, we talked a little bit about walkers and peepers and swappers. I can't believe people would swap their neighbor's bins, but we've had that a hundred times. They do it. (laughs) I always, gosh, so people around here get their houses paint all the time and you get that like overspray that gets all over it. Mm-hmm. And Rachel, you know, I had like one day I was like so far behind and I mean, she was really riding me like, I need you, I need you to get it done. You know, we got to be at practice at five, you know, and I'm like, I can't help it. There's freckles everywhere. And she was like, what are you talking <laughs> about? I'm like the paint dots, the, the bins are covered in freckles. 
And, and I'm just, you know, because they don't even, not all of them come off. You got to scrape them all off. And she's like, okay, but, you know, just do a good job. But, like, don't don't be there all night. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I supposed Listen to do? To yeah. That's better than some of the F words my dad my dad. Oh, well, but, yeah, we get carried away with those, too. I'm just trying to keep it clean. <laughs> For you, Jimmy, doing this for about three years, going on to your fourth year, um, what do you think is the most important piece of advice that you'd give to others that are looking to get into the industry? Yeah. So, I mean, build your plan, stick to it, keep it simple, understand this is a a long game, right? Like any other business, Um, you know, pay attention to the details, learn everything you can. You know, like for us, I have seen websites being built for different products that I had managed in the past, but we had agencies that did all that stuff. Um, I knew from a marketing perspective what we wanted, but I really didn't know how to actually like build a website and how it functioned and work, let alone it be an e-commerce site. <laughs> so g- d- dive in, don't be scared. D- don't, don't just rely on anyone. Like really you pick your partners and, 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 work through the process with them and, and learn it. Um, I would say it'd be the, the, the first goal. And then secondly, make those high medium and low goals for yourself on how you want to sell and be successful and and stick to it. It's going to change throughout the year and the season and everything, but really have it built out and add timelines, you know, like understand your, your market. So if you got a seasonality effect, when do you need to turn on your advertising? Don't turn on your advertising in the middle of winter. You're just blowing away dollars. I would say the other thing, if you don't, you don't have to have deep pockets, but if you don't charge up the cash flow, do, do some pressure washing. Maybe think about if you're going to go as far as like getting on ladders and washing roofs and all that other stuff, maybe set up a little separate LLC to protect your Ben's company. But yeah, if, <laughs> yeah. if accidents happen, you know, or, you know, I'll tell you like one of our guys one time, he didn't want to walk 300 yards up this driveway. And I'm like, do not ever put our truck on someone's property. I don't care how far it is. You you get out and walk. Walking's good for everybody, right? It's good. It's good yep. for our customers. It's good for you. It's not going to hurt yeah. you. It's not going to hurt you. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, those little things like that, things can happen. And of course, today's environment, you never know how, you know, it could have been someone else who did it, the landscaper, but yet you're going to get the blame. So just protect yourself and watch out for those kind of little things. And I'd say long-term, Think through really what do you want to make out of this thing? You know, like we've got some grand ideas. You know, we're our first goal was to get it up to five trucks and then reevaluate. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit nervous because we're close to that, right? <laughs> yeah, really you're getting cool. there, Jimmy. Number four, number four is coming. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, wow. All right, we're already there. So Rachel, we really need to start putting some pen to paper. And then the other thing is, you know, when you're thinking about long term, and we've built out some ideas. It doesn't have to come to fruition, but I mean pressure washing, you know, we want to look at dumpsters. We we already clean a lot of dumpsters by hand, maybe get into the dumpster business. Um, you you know, uh, maybe some delivery services for new bins for some of the haulers. They always seem to be short staffed and and don't really have uh, a real solution for that. And then, and then maybe we, we have a lot of customers who have, they don't want the big trucks running through their HOA neighbors neighborhood. So they have these little pickup trucks that come through, throw it in. They just throw the bags out of the the cans into the pickup trucks and they leave. Well, I mean, we could potentially solve that service with one truck pulling up, take the trash and clean it and put it right back. So doing an all inclusive kind of deal. So those are some things that we've just kind of learned over the years that we're looking at, like, can it be more? Does it need to be more, but also don't take on too much. 
when you start taking on too much, you, you know, like I know when you get started, you start driving 20 miles to clean a bin. Uh, it, it, so I know what you got to do and early on to get it going and everything. And I, I, I've been there, but like us now, like what we really want to do with prior to this fifth truck, we're trying to scale it back, keep it super tight. Look at fuel cost, you know, e- e- even with them being now, but even if we go back to, to, to pre um, fuel cost, that was still high. So, um, you, you know, getting get that smaller, tighter territory, you can have a big company with a ton of trucks in this, in a 15 mile or less radius. I mean, you don't really have to leave your backyard. The other thing that's cool about that is you can still offer same day service because if you miss it, you're still in the same area the next day. So those are a lot of things we're trying to kind of clean up now in the short term to, as we build to that fifth truck, reevaluate. And then, you know, do we want to, how much further we want to expand and what other services do we want to offer is, is kind of our goals that we want to look at. And lastly, Jimmy, before we let you go, what do you think is one of the biggest misconceptions about the trash bin cleaning industry? Yeah. So, I mean, the, there's a lot of things out there that are good about this industry. A lot of, you know, and I would say too, like on the social media, how we all interact with one another, we may not always agree, but being able to like reach out, I don't think landscapers don't have that, right? Pressure washing guys, are, so. are, they're not getting together and like, oh, I do it this way. Um, that's what's really cool that we've got that um, connection back. And, you know, a lot of that comes from sparkling bins, right? Because you kind of build the house for us to hang out in and, and, and have that. <laughs> yeah. So it's really cool that we have that forum. It's just looking back, I can remember for like the first at least two months, Rachel and I literally started back, went all the way back to the beginning of the forums, wherever Mm -hmm. the first thing was, and read every single comment. So someone had a busted hose. I mean, it was literally like every little thing. Okay, learn that. Everything. It it took us like months to read everything. And of course, it's all piling in right? Yeah, more and more. <laughs> in real time. It's like not ending. But yeah, it was like everything that we read, even if it was the same situation over again, we found out something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, for us, Ra- Rachel's kind of, you know, she's behind the computer. She's running all day. She's, she's the face of the company. And then, you know, I, I love to get in sales whenever I'm out there, but I'm also the, the mechanic, right? So yeah. a lot of stuff I'm doing late at night in the dark, crawling around saying, oh my God, this better work by tomorrow or we're going to be big trouble. <laughs> yeah. So there's been some some long nights there. Um, but with, with misconceptions out there, I, I I think the biggest thing we all need to stick to, like, yes, come up with your own pricing and strategy and, and, and all that stuff, but the, it's the process, right? We're all trying to sell a service and, you know, cutting corners isn't going to be good for the industry if people are, you know, oh, I'm trying to save on fuel so I don't turn the hot water on. Or, you know, I don't, we don't dry them, right? We just throw them back up at the house and leave a huge puddle. So, so you know, people are paying a lot of money to have their trash bins cleaned um, to be able to put more trash back into them. So yeah. I think for us, it's important that we all stay focused on, you know, our service and the, and the level of service that we want to commit to our customers. I think that's the key for us all to do well because we, we want good things to happen, right? Like I said earlier, when those people move around from place to place, they want to say, I want that service again, even though it's not from Brightening Bins. It, 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 I want that same level of service from, from, from the next guy. 
Well, Jimmy, I can't thank you enough for coming on this week to join us. This has been an excellent episode. I think a lot of people are going to get some laughs and most importantly, a lot of knowledge out of this. Um, Thank you and Rachel for all your contributions to the industry, Um, the support you show my parents. I mean, they always speak so highly of the both of you, and I really appreciate that. Um, I know we all do. I know David does, too. He always loves talking to Jimmy as well. So thank you for coming on this week. And again, thank you and Rachel for all your support. Thanks for having us. Y'all are our family away from home. It's always good to see you and talk to you.